We got Monday, Tuesday, window, window. Thursday, Friday, window, window. Right in the middle, baby, window, window. Come join the window crew, window, window. Right in the middle, baby, window, window. Yeah! Yeah! It's Wednesday, and it's time for another joke. Here's a joke, Joe. Why were the teacher's eyes crossed? Because she was cross-eyed. She couldn't control her pupils. <laughs> I love it. Welcome to Winlow with Nama and Joe. I'm Krista here, aka Nama. I'm an evangelist, learning coach, mom of two, and Nama of three. I'm Josiah. I'm a Lego builder, second grader, and called by God to be a Christian warrior. Hey there, Grandma. If you're searching for biblical strategies to train your kingdom kid, you're in the right place. Deuteronomy 4, 9 and 10 tells us to teach our children and grandchildren to obey God's commands. So if you're ready to win low, why not laugh on Wednesday? We'll provide you with practical tips to laugh and live love and learn while inspiring you to build a legacy as well so chillax grab a snack and and enjoy enjoy the the podcast podcast. hey y'all hey there winlow family today is wednesday february 7th 2024 and today is the very first wednesday in february first wednesday the first wednesday and we're celebrating this month which is black history month black history month so we get to celebrate those african-american or those black heroes that contributed so much to our history to our culture and specifically josiah and i will be telling you about our heroes yeah baby we celebrate black history every day Uh but if it wasn't for these individuals or these famous people we would never be who we are today. Mm-hmm. So today, yeah. well, throughout the whole month of February, we're going to be celebrating some black history uh, heroes that have been so influential in our lives. My mother is the most loving mother that I know. She is so loving. And our family, we had a loving family growing up. She made sure that she treat she gave us so much love god knew we would need a mom like your Gigi. Mm-hmm. so many things she did for us and instilled in us that i will never forget and then we're going to also talk about my papa who's no longer here your papa who is no longer here but he died a few years ago it's going on four years now and uh-huh. to say i was a daddy's girl wouldn't even be doing any kind of justice because my daddy was so important to me, which is why I love the Lord so much because it was my relationship with my dad was so strong and I knew he loved me and would do anything for me. So when it came to me and loving God as much, and I saw him as a heavenly father and someone who cared for me and loved me so much because I had a natural father. Some people, they don't have that relationship with their dad, so they can't see God as being such a loving and caring dad. Yeah. You know what I mean, Joe? Yeah. Unfortunately, you do, huh? Yeah, I do. 
But God is your father. He is your heavenly father. Mm-hmm. And he wants the best for you. See, you get to know that right off the bat. I guess that's why your relationship with God is so much stronger at eight years old than mine was. Because you had a void. And you have a void, I should say. But God fills all voids. The relationship you have with Jesus himself is like no other, Josiah. He loves you. He is your heavenly father. Lift up your head. You don't have to be sad. God loves you. And he shows you every day that he got you. Doesn't he show you? Yeah. He talks to you. He talks with you. He shares secrets with you. He gives you vision, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. He gives you something to look forward to. You don't have to be sad. He already knows how you're feeling. And he's going to take care of that. You trust me, don't you? But you trust God even more, don't you? Mm -hmm. So he said that he's concerned about everything you're concerned about. He knows what you're going through. Okay? Okay. And he knows what you're feeling. And I promise you, he's going to take care of it. And he's always there for you whenever you need to talk with him, right? Right. So don't be sad. You don't have to worry, okay? Okay. You can rejoice and you can be thankful that God is your heavenly father. And he has the best for you. You're only eight years old and he has so much in store for you. So much lined up for you. You have father figures in your life. You have your uncle. You have your cousins, right? Yeah. Yeah. And guess what? God has so much in store for you. He promised, Josiah. Okay? He promised. Don't be sad, okay? Okay. Be thankful. And whenever you feel like, you know, sadness is coming upon you, to say, God, I thank you. I thank you that you know what I'm feeling. And I'm thankful, God. That, and I'm trusting you, God, that you're going to help me not feel sad. Mm-hmm. And you're going to answer my prayer. Because I'm sure you've prayed to God, right? Right. And you've asked him for some things, right? Mm-hmm. And he says, what? If you pray and you believe when you pray, You should have whatever you ask for, whatsoever you say. Mm -hmm. Okay? Okay. So you believe God more than you believe me, right? All right. Okay, well, trust God that it's coming to pass. Okay? Okay. Oh, so with that said, let's talk about our black history heroes. Yeah. All right, let's go. So when I was coming up, Josiah, we looked forward to February at school and even at home We always study black leaders and their influences in the world. Okay. Uh, We also used to watch a TV show called Know Your Heritage. I think it was a game show more than anything. Different schools used to compete against each other to see who would know about black leaders and their significance and contributions to us. So we had a fantastic time. Your uncle told me that he did a report on Garrett Morgan, who invented the stoplight. 
I remember doing a report on W.E.B. Du Bois. He was one of our black intellectuals. He was the first black person to earn a PhD from Harvard University. Yes, and he was a scholar, a public intellectual. He was an author, an orator, an activist who used his powerful voice and influence to illuminate issues of race, racism, and black consciousness. So he was very powerful. We're going to learn about a lot of black intellectuals, but right now we're going to highlight Carter G. Woodson. He was important. He was crucial in how he helped to form Black History Month. So let's get into that right now. Hey, Joe. Hey. Before we get into black history and start highlighting our parents, grandparents, and so forth, and then some more members yeah. of our family, let me give you a brief history about Black History Month. Okay. Before it was called Black History Month, do you know we used to celebrate just one week? The second week of February used to be Black History Week. Yeah. They called it something else. Now, I'm going to read a short excerpt from the History Channel. This article was written by Sarah Pruitt, and it was updated on January 22nd of this year, earlier this year, January 22nd, 2024. But she tells us that it was Carter G. Woodson who was responsible for making certain that we had Black History Month, okay? In February of 1926, Woodson sent out a press release announcing the first Negro History Week. That's what it used to be called, Negro History Week, okay? Okay. He chose February because the month contained the birthdays of both Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass, two prominent men whose historic achievements African Americans already celebrated. Lincoln's birthday was February 12th, just like your uncle. Right? Mm-hmm. And Douglas was a, was formerly enslaved, hadn't known his actual birthday, but he had marked the occasion on February 14th. So he just wanted to celebrate his birthday on February 14th. What a good day, right? <laughs> Carter G. Woodson was the author of more than 20 books, including A Century of Negro Migration, 1918, The History of the Negro Church, hmm. 1921, The okay. Negro in Our History, 1922, and his most celebrated text, The Miseducation of the Negro, 1933. Woodson also worked in education as principal for the Armstrong Manual Training School in Washington, D.C., and dean at Howard University and the West Virginia Collegiate Institute. So he was kind of heavy, huh? For real. Yeah. In 1976, on the 50th anniversary of the first Negro History Week, the association officially made the shift to Black History Month. And we're talking about the Association for the Study of Negro Life and History. That's what it used to be called. Okay. So that association was responsible for the shift from Negro History Week to Black History Month. Isn't that amazing? Amazing. Yes. And since then, since 1976, every U.S. president has issued a proclamation honoring the spirit of Black History Month. President Gerald Ford, he began the tradition in 1976 saying that the celebration enabled people to 
quote, sees the opportunity to honor the too often neglected accomplishments of black Americans in every area of endeavor throughout our history. Okay, okay. End quote. Yeah, so President Ronald Reagan's first Black History Month proclamation stated that, quote, understanding the history of black Americans is the key to understanding the strength of our nation, end quote. In 2016, President Barack Obama, the nation's first black president, made his last proclamation in honor of Woodson's initiative, now recognized as one of the nation's oldest organized celebrations of history. And I quote, as we mark the 40th year, that was back in 2016, as we mark the 40th year of National African American History Month, let us reflect on the sacrifices and contributions made by generations of African Americans and let us resolve to continue our march toward a day when every person knows the unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, end quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so give it up for these presidents. They were actually, they were actually celebrating Black History Month. Yeah. Give it up. Hey, Josiah. Yeah. It's now time for our Winlow Wonders. You know, this is one of my very favorite segments on our episode, on our podcast. You know that? No. Yeah, it is. The reason it's one of my very favorite segments is because I come across a lot of people during the course of the week. And I would like to highlight them and send them some encouragement because we all need encouragement, right? Right. This one particular young man, his name is Kahad. And I met Kahad, and he must be in his early to mid-twenties, and he told me he was sad because his grandma had just recently passed, passed away. So you know that tugged at my heart, right? Because he said he was so close to his grandma. And I thought about you and our relationship. You're my grandson, and I thought about how he may be feeling at the time. And he said his grandma was so loving and encouraging, and she was always there for him. And he was very close to his grandma. So I'd like to send a shout-out to Kahad and his deceased grandma. Her name was Choya Ali. And I thought that was beautiful. Even her name was beautiful. So Kahad, just know that God is with you. And he said in his words, Psalm 30 and 5, that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. So he understands and he knows, he feels your pain, but he's right there with you, Kahad. He will never leave you, nor nor will he forsake you. So be encouraged, Kahad. Be encouraged. God is with you. And we also want to shout out Carol. I also met Carol. Carol is a grandma herself, and she shared with me her testimony about uh, being a grandma and the sacrifices she made for her grandchildren. I thought it was a great testimony, and I would actually would love, I would love for Carol to come on the show and just share her testimony. But she shared with me about her son and her daughter-in-law, Claudia. And I just thought her story was truly amazing. 
and Carol, if you're listening, I would love for you to know that God is with you. He is with you as well. And what you have done and what you have overcome is amazing. Never let the enemy try to tell you otherwise, as if you don't know God or you don't hear his voice. You do. And I encourage you to just talk with God every day and talk with him and study his word. Get into the scriptures and you will find him on a deeper level. More, The more and more you study, you read and study his word. So be encouraged, Carol. And finally, Josiah. Miss Millie. Miss Millie. We love us some Miss Millie. Yes. yes. And we just want to say to Miss Millie, we love you and we're praying for you. And God has already healed you. You are already healed. And Jos- I command whatever sickness, it shall go in the name of Jesus. You, you right now shall get up and walk home. Yes. You are healed. Yes, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And Josiah really mean that. We love you so much, Miss Millie. Mm-hmm. And I was going to ask Josiah to pray for you, but he was already on it. So <laughs> I pray you receive that and receive your healing even now. Even now, the blood of yep. Jesus covers you. Wherever you are, at, are, wherever you are at this moment, whatever you're doing, just know the blood of Jesus has already healed you. And we pray that your uh, your days mm-hmm. would be most enjoyable. Your your days would be most enjoyable. We love you, Miss Millie. We love you. And we thank you all for listening. And throughout the rest of February, we're going to share with you and highlight our Black history leaders and heroes that have impacted our lives. Mm -hmm. Right, Josiah? Yeah. So until next time, we'll see you in the next episode. In the next video. Bye. Bye now. Bye. Okay, Josiah, here's the question for the week. So you talk to God, right? Mm-hmm. When you talk to him, you talked to him last night, right? Mm-hmm. What did you tell him? So I told him I wish that I wish that everybody can live in harmony and peace, and the government will come to their senses, and money wouldn't even be a thing because it grows off of trees. It's so easy to get because <laughs> paper grows from trees and money comes from paper. Yeah. So. What did you tell God about everybody living in peace and harmony? I told God I wish everybody would live in peace and harmony and that people would, would, um... You forgot what you said? Nobody would... Nobody would get judged by their color. Nobody would go to... culture. What did you say? And, And nobody would go to hell. They would just live by the Bible. And the other people, like Muslim and Masons, who teach them the real the Bible. Yeah. And people won't and people won't get treated differently. Cause people, and and so people won't get won't get treated bad because of their color and culture. Mm. 
Because everybody was made the same way. That's right. And born in the same place in God's image. And in his likeness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good, y'all. Thank you for answering that question. Hey there, Winlow crew. Before you leave, if this podcast has blessed you in any way, please support us by leaving a review, subscribing to our channel on Apple Podcasts, and we will personally read every one of them. We also invite you to join our Winlow community at winlowwithnemaandjoe.com. The link is in the show notes. And remember to make this daily affirmation found in Isaiah 54, 13. My children shall be taught by the Lord and great shall be the peace of my children. We'll meet you in the next episode. Bye for now. Bye.